I V M. News kids on the block. We bring to you stories that top the nation's papers, fresh from the IVM and the Senate International School Desk. This show is brought to you by Intel. Future banana wonderful with an Intel-powered laptop. Hi, I'm Kavya. I'm Anya. And I'm Trivik. And welcome to this week's episode of News Kids on the Block, where we give you all the top news updates of the week. I'll hand it over to Anya for our first story. So our first story comes from the music industry, and it is unfortunately a sad story where we will. be reporting to you as you might have already heard the death of two singers um we'll start with the first one sidhu musewala he was an indian rapper and he was a punjabi rapper and he was also a politician and on the 29th of may uh 2022 he was shot dead in his car while he was driving through the jawahar ke village of the mansa district by some unidentified assailants the police have said that this was caused due to gang rivalry he was a politician and so as a result of that he they think that he could have been involved with different things and some of his political views have come in the forefront of the media and in the headlines in the past his political career was a bit different in 2021 he joined the congress uh, after contesting the 2022 punjab legislative assembly election He lost to the Amadmi Party's Vijay Singhla by a margin of sixty-three thousand three hundred and twenty-three votes. He also released a song in April twenty twenty-two called "Scapegoat," where he talked about his failure in the assembly elections. After his death, according to the police, so far uh, this case is still developing. But what we have as of second June twenty twenty-two, his killing seemed to have been done to avenge the murder of an Akali leader named Vicky. Midhu Khera, uh, who died in 2021, a Canadian gangster uh, named Satinder Singh or Goldie Brar, uh, claimed responsibility of the murder, and Lawrence Vishnoi claimed that the Punjab Module Gang carried out the shooting. As I said, the case is still going on, and Musewala's father revealed in an FIR that his son was receiving death threats from gangsters because of extortion. And Mika Singh, the singer you may or may not have heard of, was also corroborated this. Police found bullets of an AN-94, which is a Russian assault rifle, at the spot where the killing was happening, and they have detained six suspects from Uttarakhand so far. One of the murder suspects was also detained by the Punjab police when he was hiding uh, in the Shri Hemkund Sahib Gurudwara. According to the post-mortem reports by the Indian Express, his body had twenty-four bullet injuries, and he was cremated in his ancestral village of Jawaharke on thirty-first May. Videos of the funeral showed his fans, friends, family, all of course mourning his death. There were some of his songs played. at the funeral and in a very humbling gesture his father took off his turban as a sign of respect but like i said this case is still ongoing and i think you know kavya it's it, it's quite like this honestly seems like the stuff out of movies you know like a musician politician just being shot down because of gang rivalry but i guess we know where movies get their inspiration from on the second death that the music industry reported was of the singer kk having not done any formal training he basically his motto was that a singer must be heard and so 
it doesn't really matter what they look like he gained uh, popularity after he made an appearance in the song josh of india that was released for the indian cricket team during the 1999 world cup on 31st may 2022 he was performing at the nazrul manch auditorium in south kolkata uh, during a college fest and he said that he was feeling very well after his performance and on the way back to his hotel he suffered a cardiac arrest while they tried to revive him uh, on his way to the hospital uh, they were unsuccessful and he was declared dead on arrival he was 53 years old at the time uh, since then the kolkata police have registered a case of unnatural death and it will be um, and the case is currently being investigated the hindu noted that he remained a rage in the concert circuit and will be remembered as a singer who became the voice of the heart times of india also that he was the most versatile singer some of his most popular songs include aankhon mein teri from om shanti om and khuda jaane from bachna as you know which i think are just immortal songs i think that for a lot of people his songs really shaped their childhood and he's like and i think one of the really sad quotes that i read while i was scrolling through instagram the other day was just how do you mourn the death of someone whose voice comforted you through anything else you went through um and i think that that's just sort of the takeaway from both of these stories thanks anya actually i went to a kk concert once and it was really it was a really great experience so um you definitely will be missed i will take us to the next story which is also a pretty um sad story the nepal civil Aviation Authority on Monday said that 21 bodies were recovered from the wreckage of the Tara air flight which crashed in the Mustang district on Sunday. This airplane had 22 people on board and it had taken off in the morning at 9:55 a.m. from Pokhara. However, after 12 minutes of it being in the air, it lost contact with the air traffic control and yeah, it crashed. The aircraft had four Indians traveling in it: Vaibhavi Tripathi, her former husband and their two children. A spokesperson of Tara Air had told local media that the bodies were scattered over a hundred meter radius from the main point of impact. He also said that the aircraft had slammed into a mountain, which is why it was broken into several pieces, and that heavy impact had resulted in the bodies being thrown in all different places. So this is definitely a really sad piece of news. Um, and I'm really our condolences to all the families of these people. On that note, we shall take a quick break with Intel powered laptops, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to News Kids on the Block. I'm your co-host Trivik Hariyaran. This show is powered by Intel. Future one hour wonderful with an Intel powered laptop. And our next story for you today, it is about the third India Bangladesh passenger train Mitali Express, which has flagged off today. And this train made its inaugural run from New Jalpaiguri railway station in West Bengal. And two countries already operate Maitri and Bandhan Express trains connecting Kolkata with Dhaka and Khulna respectively. And the Indian Railway Minister Shwini Veshna and his Bangladeshi counterpart MD Nurul Islam Sujan from Delhi virtually flagged off the inaugural run of Mitali Express at 9:20 a.m. on Wednesday. And this is some exciting news because now we've got further transport connecting India and Bangladesh. Thanks, Trivik, for that story. Our next story for you today comes from the world of sports, where recently. a chinese tennis player named zheng kinwin uh, who is a 19 year old said that her fourth round loss in the french open against iga swiatek was due to her menstrual cramps basically she was making history already as she uh, set off against the world's number one tennis player iga swiatek in their fourth round match however she took a medical timeout 
um having her back massaged when she went to the, before going to the locker room and then she came back with her right thigh strapped um and then in her post match conference she said and i quote yeah the leg was also tough but that compared to the stomach was easy i cannot play my play my tennis stomach was too painful it just girl things you know the first day is always so tough and then i have to do sport and i always have so much pain in the first day i couldn't go against my nature and basically she then rounded up by saying i wish i can be a man on the court talking about how the effect of her menstrual cramps affected her performance um and i think that this is a really interesting story because women have you know for so long like played sport and and there have been so many athletes like from since like billie jean to like serena williams especially in tennis who have talked about you know their gender not stopping them but at the same time we never really think about um the effect of like periods or um, maternity when it comes to women uh, for example recently during the women's cricket world cup um, the pakistani team captain uh, traveled with her mother and her daughter and you know she just talked like we didn't even have a conversation about how like that transition from motherhood must have been like for her similarly for a period it's a cycle it happens every month to women most often and the pain can be quite excruciating as it is not to mention if you have additional conditions like endometriosis or pcos or something that only worsens and intensifies the pain and while some choose to use painkillers others don't others just deal with the pain the pain still exists the painkillers don't just like null out the pain um and yet women function in the same way that they typically are i mean to some extent think about it right you're like playing sports on the biggest stage in the world and suddenly you're just like oh shucks i got my period and you're dying of pain and the first two days are like horrible and of course it's like varies for like every woman and this isn't the first time that this has happened a first post article talks about how earlier in may lydia ko the world number 3 in golf brought up the issue saying that like saying that how when an interview asked her why she was being stretched out midway through the final round of the palos verdes championship she responded i hope not it's that time of month i know the ladies watching are like probably like yeah i got you and then in the 2016 rio olympics the chinese swimmer fu yuan hui um who is a backstroke specialist she had a really bad day and she performed much below her own standards after her team came fourth place in the 4 into 100 meter medley relay and she said that my period started last night so i'm feeling pretty weak and really tired and i just think that this is a really interesting point to bring up because we can talk about you know period leave and menstrual leave but if you're an athlete competing at the on the biggest stages in the world like the olympics or any other championship how do you deal with that pain like this is something so interesting because of course the pain does like physically wear you out and if you're performing as an athlete even if you've been training with your period for like how many ever years it doesn't suddenly make the pain any less or the exhaustion or the chemical um changes in your body any less and now for our next segment of the day ladies and gentlemen it's time to brainstorm powered by intel this week's question is what do you guys think is the future of ai artificial intelligence and how will it affect you i believe that ai could have a major role to play in news content especially when it comes to fact checking and ensuring that old photos aren't passed off as something new which has been happening a lot recently ai can also help curate a news feed that shows me information that is more relevant to me and something that has a higher authenticity score compared to all the fake news or propaganda websites we often see. AI already helps me with so many things and sometimes I don't even realize it. 
from food apps suggesting what I should eat to what I should wear based on my previous choices, AI is literally already all around me. What I find interesting in the future of AI is the kind of use it can have in space technology. Imagine having AI-controlled docking stations on faraway planets, allowing us to explore the universe even better. What do I think about the future of AI? I've seen way too many science fiction movies and totally believe that they are going to dominate the human race. I'm just kidding, of course. I think AI has the potential to do the most wonderful things. Can you imagine? AI butlers at home? It's like your own personal Alfred. AI-powered airplanes that can communicate with other planes in the sky? AI-powered dreams? How about having a chip in your brain where you can choose the kind of dream you can have? Oh, I know what I want. An AI-powered robot who can do my homework for me. Since that doesn't exist, Trivik, on that note, don't forget to do your homework. AI is taking us towards a wonderful future and Intel is helping us get there faster. With every Intel-powered laptop, you get access to their digital readiness program, which tells you everything you need to know to get AI ready. Future Banao Wonderful with an Intel-powered PC. Welcome back to News Kids on the Block. I'm your co-host Trivik Hariharan and this show is powered by Intel. Future Banao Wonderful with an Intel-powered laptop. We have another story for you today. This one is coming from Gujarat as the Department of Post has for the first time in history delivered mail using a drone. That's right, a drone as a part of a pilot project in Gujarat's Kutch district covering a distance of 46 kilometers in 25 minutes, officials said on Sunday. The mail was sent by the drone from Habe village in Bhuj Taluka to Nair village in Bhajau Taluka of Kutch district by the Postal Department under the guidance of the Union Ministry of Communications. A release issued by the Press Information Bureau in Ahmedabad said, With the success of this pilot project, it will now be possible to make postal deliveries by drone in future. Keeping pace with modern technology, the Indian Postal Department has successfully tested, for the first time in the country's postal history, a pilot project to deliver mail with the help of drone technology in Kutch district of Gujarat. And I think this is definitely a big step forward for India and for technology in general. I personally haven't heard of drone mail delivery until this story and i think it's pretty fascinating to see what's going on in Kutch right now and i hope that advancements like this will continue to happen because technology is the future and india as a country we need to be keeping up with the rest of the world thanks Trebek. i will take us into the final story of the day which is about the international booker prize it is a prestigious award that is given every year to books that have been translated into english and published in either Britain or Ireland. Um, and you might have heard of the more popularly known award, the Booker Prize, but that is awarded for novels that are uh, originally written in English. Although these two awards come with the same prize money and have helped several authors become more popular and popularize their books. So this year, the International Booker Prize was awarded to a novel known as The Tomb of Sand, which is about an 80-year-old um, Indian woman who decides suddenly to travel to Pakistan. And this was originally written by Geetanjali Shri and it was translated by Daisy Rockwell. And they split the prize of 50,000 British pounds between each other since they both played an equally huge role in getting the award. The novel claimed the title despite not having been reviewed by any major British newspapers. And in fact, it was the first book written in Indian language to win the International Booker Prize and the first in Hindi to even secure a nomination for this award. Frank Wine, the chair of the judges for this year's prize, said in news conference that this book was overwhelmingly the judge's choice and it deserved to beat the five other shortlisted novels. He called it an extraordinarily exuberant and incredibly playful book 
even though it deals with serious topics such as a bereavement and the partition of british india so i think it's i think we've talked a lot before about india really embracing its role not only in different fields some in the film industry and i was also seeing it in books and um, in different authors so i think this is really cool and really is a great way to spread india's great vast culture through the world thanks for listening you guys see you next week on another episode of news kids on the block brought to you by intel future banana wonderful with an intel powered laptop if you like this podcast don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the ivm network you can listen to us on the ivm podcast app or ivmpodcasts.com you can also follow us on our social media we are at the rate ivm podcasts on twitter and instagram do share this episode with your friends and family stay safe and don't forget to enjoy your holidays